Mark Sahaba, the voice of Ahle Sunnah wal Jama'ah. Nikaqde masno dukhe dil ka marham Nikaqde masno dukhe dil ka marham Ye farma gaye hai Rasool-e-Mukarram Ye farma gaye hai Rasool-e-Mukarram Ye shadi hai beshak محبت کا زینہ یہ شادی ہے بے شک محبت کا زینہ باہاروں کی آمد صبا کا ترنم باہاروں کی آمد صبا کا ترنم نکاق دے مسنو دکھے دل کا مرہم یہ فرما گئے ہے رسول مکرم یہ شادی کی تقریب سب کو مبارک یہ شادی کی تقریب سب کو مبارک یہ نعمت خدا کی تہارت کا پرچم تہارت کا پرچم فضاؤں میں عقد نکا جلوہ گر ہے فضاؤں میں عقد السلام علیکم ورحمت اللہ وبرکاتہ Respected listeners of Merkaz Sahaba, the voice of Ahlu Sunnah wal Jamaah and our respected listeners of Sirius FM, we welcome you to this program, The Bliss of Marriage. The date today is the 18th of Rajab 1445, the 18th of Rajab 1445, corresponding to the Gregorian calendar, the 30th of January 2024. Our listeners, I requested to send in your queries to the number, and the number is 084-786-3132, 084-786-3132. If you're in a foreign country, the number is plus 27-84-786-3132. Remember to keep it short, simple, and to the point, precise. Whatever questions you may have, you need not to put your name in, but we will ask you to move this up. And it's an easy way to gain knowledge and also an easy tool. When you are lost, you don't know where to go. So you can just pose the question to us. Let's welcome our Honorable Mufti Abdul Qadir Hussain Saab, Damant Barakatuh. Mufti Saab, Assalamu Alaikum wa Rahmatullahi wa Barakatuh. Wa Alaikum Assalam wa Rahmatullahi wa Barakatuh. Barakallahu Feekum wa Zaid Khan. Jazakallahu Khairan. Mufti Saab, the first question we have here is a person says, my daughter asked me a question which I cannot, I cannot answer. She asked, when, when did Rasul Sallallahu become a Hafid? I know that Nabi Sallallahu used to complete the Quran Sharif with Jibreel Alayhi Salam, but wasn't the last verse revealed before his park body left this world? بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم نحمده ونصلي على رسوله الكريم أما بعد all praise due to Almighty Allah the sustainer nourisher and cherisher of the universe peace blessings and salutations be upon our beloved master and leader Nabi Muhammad Mustafa Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen Today is the 18th of Rajab 1445 We welcome the esteemed listeners of Sirius FM and the listeners of Marcus Sahaba the voice of Ahlu Sunnah wal Jama'ah 
Very, very interesting question. So now the answer is in the Quran Sharif itself. Almighty Allah Jalla Wala informs us in Surah Qiyamah, chapter number 75 of the Noble Quran. So when we go to chapter number 75, La Qiyama, then there we find in verse number I'm reading for you now verses number 16, 17, 18, 19. So write down, make a note, chapter 75, verses 16, 17, 18, and 19. So what was happening initially, Almighty Allah Jalla Wala would send Jibreel alayhi salatu salam to recite the verses. Then Mustafa, Habibuna, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi initially was reciting it also with the fear that maybe I will forget it or something. So Almighty Allah pacified, console Mustafa, Habibuna sallallahu alayhi sallam, la tuharrik bihi lisanak. You don't move your tongue, Mubarak, ya Rasulullah, lita'ajala bi, so that you make haste with the tilawat of Quran and the reading of it. You must listen to Jibreel alayhi salatu salam reciting the whole passage, everything. Inna alayna jam'ahu wa qur'ana. Verily is upon us to gather it and you will recite it. We will ensure, Allah will ensure, it will be vouchsafed, it will be deposited, it will be placed in your heart, Mubarak, and not only the Qur'an Sharif and the meaning also of it, as you will see just now. So when we read it, finish now. So when we read it, when Jibreel salam finish reading, thereafter, then you must read it. And then the meaning also, summa inna alayna bayana. Thereafter, it's upon us that we will explain to you the meaning of it also. So, how many things all might Allah mention here? The gathering of it, so that also we will do for you. The recitation, that also we will do, meaning you'll be reciting it, you must remember, correctly, properly, and so forth. And then the meaning also, and you must recite it after Jibreel salam is finished. Thereafter, the meaning connotation will also be given to you. So chapter 75 and verse number, you must remember, we will say 21. So verses... So if you look from the start, 16 to verse, you must remember, 19, 16 to 19. So that are the verses you must look at. Chapter 25, chapter 75 and verses 16 to 19. So those are the verses that you should focus on. So what you said is correct. Habibuna Rasulullah sallam at the age of 40 received the revelation Surah Alaq Iqra Bismi the first five verses and the last last verse eight nights eight days approximately prior to the demise of the Master that you must tell the people that they must fear remember the day when they will be returned to Almighty Allah Jalla Wala so that is was the one of the it was the last verse to be revealed on the Mubarak heart, blessed heart of the Master Habibuna Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam, and that is Surah two, chapter. 
chapter number 2, verse 281. And the verse after that is the longest verse in the Noble Quran. Ya ayyuhalladzina amanu idatadayantum. But all that was long time revealed before the last one. So the last, last verse to be revealed was verse 281 of Surah Baqarah, chapter 2. So you will say Nabi alayhi salatu salam started the Hifz process at the age of 40 and it ended at the age of 63. But it was not Hifzul Al-Faz, Hifzul Kalimat, just memorizing the words. Nay, it was Hifzul Bayan and Hifzul Ma'ani and with that to memorize the meaning as well. And in front of Habibuna Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam there were two panels, two groups of people. One group who were the bigger group 99% of the time were the Hufas, those who would memorize the Noble Quran. So Jamaatul Hafizin, and they were the group who would memorize it. Then there were the Jamaatul Katibin, the scribes, those who would write the Noble Quran. Zaid bin Sabit radiallahu an was the leader of them. Then after Miriam Muawiyah radiallahu anh, embraced Islam, he was also one of the scribes of the revelation and so forth as mentioned in Muslim Sharif. So they were the second group. They were the small group. And then Almighty Allah gave us guarantee in chapter 15, verse number 9, Inna nahnu nazzalna zikra. Indeed, we reveal to you, Ya Rasulullah sallallahu this reminder we are surely definitely going to protect it preserve it for all times all places and all circumstances and the last point you must remember regarding this all this you call ulumul quran so the sciences and the branches that are connected to the knowledge of quran remember this so therefore it's a very important and very interesting topic also provided that you know how to present it and you have the good books also so anyway you must remember that the quran sharif was the only book and scripture that was revealed over a period of time we must remember that and we find that you must remember that the previous books and scriptures were all revealed one shot so that is why the non-muslims they asked kafaru, and the non-muslims they posed this question and they said the non-muslims what they said kafaru, and these non-muslims they posed the question Quran. why was this Quran Sharif not revealed upon him Nabi Muhammad Mustafa sallallahu alayhi sallam jumlata wahida one shot like the previous books, Torah, Zabur, Injil. So Allah Ta'ala says, Kadalika. Yes, similarly, that we revealed it, Tadrijan, Tadrijan, and that is Tanzil and Tanzil, and gradually, gradually, piecemeal. Why? Linusabbitabihi fu'adak. So that will strengthen your heart, Mubarak. Make it easy for you as well. Waratalnahu tartila. And we read it with pauses, pauses, pauses. So this was a distinction. And if you want reference of this, go open chapter 25, Surah Furqan, and verse number 22. So that is the answer for it. It was not only Hivs. I become Hafiz in one year.
year, two years, three years. You become in six months, one year, two years. So we become. But we only learning the words. We're not learning the meaning and so forth. Habibuna Rasulullah was given this great difficult task to receive the Noble Quran directly from Almighty Allah via the agency of Jibreel and then the Ma'ani and the meaning and Wahi revelation is very very weighty and heavy. Quran Kareem states, you must remember, Inna sanulqi alayka qawlan thaqila. We are going to grant you and give you, Ya Rasulullah sallallahu sallam, such a speech that is very, very weighty, very, very heavy. And this is mentioned right in the beginning of Surah Muzammil, and that is in verse number 5, chapter 73, and verse uh, 5, chapter 73, verse 5. So all that's what I mentioned now put together and then the picture will become very very clear even among the women they were hafiz of the noble Quran like Siddiqa Sayyidah Aisha radiallahu anha was a hafiz and had memorized the entire noble Quran and glorious Quran the next question is what questions should I ask a boy who is interested in seeing one's daughter so you must remember, first of all, ask him what is his belief structure. He must belong to the Alu Sunnah al Jama'ah. So how will you know? You must ask him that which ulama does he associate with, and then you can verify it with them. Does he read Salat regularly? What is his income, and what is his age, and so forth? Was he married before? Was he engaged before? Did he divorce any of his previous wives or so? So all this, the person should come out clean. You know, today you've got many Casanovas and many Romeos and so forth and so on. So therefore, we need to be very, very clear on this issue here and thereafter you must remember in a case like this that what should we ask the person that what do you say about she us if he says no there's difference of opinion some maulana some ulama say this then you must know he's a no-go area he's a sellout he's a traitor he must be a hundred percent on this issue that Shias are kuffar and Qadianis are kuffar and Agahanis are non-Muslims and so forth and so on. So these are the main issues you must remember and then you must find out the background of the family also. Your daughter, your sister, your niece, granddaughter is not marrying that person only. She's marrying in that family and they will influence him on many, many issues. So therefore you must get the background check of the family also remember so that because marriage is for the warm is for keeps you're not buying a cell phone or a computer or a car or what have you you can just buy it sell it trade it in and you can just buy a new one so it's not like that remember marriage is sacrosanct that yeah in this world mozahid performs yeah i perform you must remember just yesterday a person came to me and he said that you know that please perform my daughter's nikah day in a masjid Jane Lenz he took the name so I told him it was any other masjid is fine but that masjid I don't read salat behind the imams there so you must remember that so you will know exactly which it is so I said if other masjid I got no problem with it so you see so we must be very careful that where we read salat and behind whom we read salat and so forth and so on so this is how we stand and people must know 
we can't be sitting on the fence once you sit on the fence you are committing a major major offense the next question here is there are differences between a girl and boy with regards to the source of food and other things, one side being more particular than the other of the source, the meat being unstunned, etc. Some advice that you can change the boy after marriage, is this correct? And what is Mufti Sab's advice in this regard? So you must remember in this question, it means the boy and girl are married already, isn't it so? In this second, this last case that you asked. It seems like it. Yeah, if you are married already, so you must remember, so you, the husband, you should be meticulous. For example, myself, you understand, we don't buy anything that is stunned meat and so forth because we say that the whole process is haram and it is torture to the animals. And just go study it. What happens? The chicken does not see the day, the sunlight, even one day in its life. You must remember that. And it's all the capitalistic system. You must remember maximum amount of profit P-R-O-F-I-T in money mum time so why should we go Allah Allah doesn't address Muslims only Allah address humankind Ya yuan nas O people O humankind Kuloo mimma fil ardi halal and tayyiba Consume that of the land and sand and of the earth What? Which is halal lawful and tayyiba and it is pure and remember that now no pollution and no contamination and so forth So you are what you eat be meticulous particular what you eat you will be motivated inspired to do good deeds so therefore our fatwa is this that all this the things that are stunned and so forth is not permissible remember that and remember that you the husband I buy from halal and tayyibah the Mulana day he's very famous so you must remember and it delivered by your house and so forth so whatever you want you want the chicken you want the Alert, you want this, you want that, they'll supply for you. So there are outlets, not to say there are no outlets. Quran Kareem, it taught us also. Chapter 65, Surah Talaq, verses 2 and 3. وَمَنْ يَتَّقِ اللَّهَ يَجْعَلَّهُ مَخْرَجَاهُ Whosoever adopts the quality of taqwa and piety, then Allah will make a way out for you. And وَيَرْزُقْهُ مِنْ حَيْثُ لَا يَحْتَسِبُ Then maybe the meat might be slightly more expensive, but Allah will give you risk from such avenues you never ever anticipated and so forth. So that's one. Then two, the hadith is authentic in Tirmidhi Sharif. Mustafa Habibuna Rasulullah addressed his beloved grandson, his Nawasa, Sipt Rasulullah, in three languages I gave you there. Sipt Arabic, Nawasa Urdu, grandson English. So Sipt Rasulullah Sayyidina Hassan radiallahu He was very young. And Nabi alayhi salam told him, Da'ama yuribuka ila mala yuribuka. Leave that which places you into doubt and offer that in which there's no doubt. So you, the husband, you, the father, you must ensure that you are feeding your family not only with halal, but with halal and tayyibah. Hadith in Ibn Majah and Sahih Hadith also. And remember that every morning after Fajr, read this dua. Every day comes with new challenges, new problems, new things to do. 
Allahumma inni as'aluka ilman nafia. Oh Allah, I beg of you knowledge that is beneficial, such knowledge. Study the entire Quran Sharif, 6,236 verses. You will not find a single place where you must ask more and more except for knowledge. Chapter 20, Surah 20, Surah Taha, verse 114. Qul, you ya Rasul say, Allah Jalla is teaching the Ummah a lesson. Rabbi Zidini Ilma. You ask for more and more, then the Ummah will have to ask also. Rabbi Zidini Ilma. Increase me in knowledge. It shows the knowledge of Quran Sharif, the knowledge of Sunnah Mubarakah, the knowledge of Fiqhul Islami, Masail, and so forth. That is the primary types of knowledge, remember that. And everything else will be secondary. And then we must remember that and I want such risk, Ya Allah, that is pure and wholesome and no adulteration, no contamination. See, not risk and halala only. Risk tayyib is much higher and superior than the halal. So, Allahumma inni as'aluka ilman nafi'ah wa rizqan tayyibah wa amalam mutaqabbalah and such knowledge that is, you must remember, accepted. So, so Allahumma inni as'aluka ilman nafi'ah wa rizqan tayyibah wa amalan. We're doing actions, but always beg Allah for qabooliyat. Rabbana taqabbal minna innaka anta samyul alim. Chapter 2, verse 127 and 128 you must read all that and you'll find it and there Ya Allah so that is the powerful dua we should learn so that is our lesson regarding this and you the father or husband if you irresponsible then the sin is on you you must remember that so we must be very meticulous and particular about that input and output works together Good things enter our body, righteous deeds will flow. Haram things enter our body, like you see the kuffar culture, wine, dine, and swine, then for them to have zina, fornication, adultery, K-brigade, OG, all that, for them what is it? It's nothing. They behave just like swines also. So you must remember that. So if you call him a pig, he will get mad. But the whole day hmm. they're eating the pork bangers and pork hanger, what they call, so the all day they're eating bacon and ham and so forth and so in the plane how many times did non-muslim they ask me why you can't eat pig so I said see if I call you a goat or a sheep what you will say he said yeah but it's not nice so I say cow he said yeah I say you're a pig he said hey don't call me that I don't like you see but I say how come you don't like but day and night you're eating it so then he starts thinking you see and then I give them the other two reasons I say did you study a swine so the swine never keeps its neck upwards. All the time it looks down. You'll never see the swine looking up. Why? The day and night is only looking for filth and for dirt. You must remember that. And then when it's mating season, so that female one, you understand? Female swine, it starts with the S, a sow or something like that. So just check the female pig, female swine, you will find them. So you must remember that when it's mating season, it invites the whole lot. Say, come, 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 all of you get busy with me. So now when you are eating such things there, then you're going to behave just like the swine also. 
So you must remember, you don't see these guys, how many people they sleep with and this. Yesterday on the news I gave, you know, people, they get excited. They want to see that wrestling, you know. This guy is in his 70s, and he's sexually assaulting women and us and us and all. See Trump, how many women are charging him and so forth. So all this goes on. So when you look at their dietary code, for them, wine, dine, swine, all that, they didn't bother about these type of things. So input, output, remember, will always have an impact on your life. What they got there for opposite? So... Yeah, how you spell it? S-O-W. Yeah, so so that is the, the opposite of the swine, the male, then the female is so. So that so, you must remember, it invites the males, come here. So when you eat it, then what are you going to do? So you'll see your wife, you also want to get involved in all multiple partners and orgies and all that. So that is beauty of Islam. We must always present Islam is the best and we must share it with the rest. The person said uh, they are not married. The girl's family are more strict with regards to many issues. Uh, it's better that if you don't change your life, then you mustn't get married there because they follow majlis, they follow us, and you want to follow the scholars for dollars and so forth. They make everything halal because they make commission out of there. These halal logos are not worth the money on which is written, on which that, that lo- halal logos are not worth the paper on which is printed. And the whole thing is a money-making gimmick, remember. There's this whole halal industry, this whole Sharia and compliance industry. It's just money-making gimmicks to fool the people. They know masses are asses and so forth. In Arabic, it's a saying, al-awam kal-an'am. So therefore, my advice, if you don't change, then don't get married there. Because remember that you don't bother much in all that. You will just go eat McDonald's, you'll go eat KFC, you will go to Starbucks and greater whatever bucks, moon bucks and whatever. So brother, then it's not good for you because whole day you'll be fighting then. You must change your way and not only for her. Your lifestyle you'll have to change, then only. And if you don't, my advice to the girls' party, they mustn't even allow you to come and see her. Because in no sense, because you're not interested in changing them. Mufti Sab, the answer, a person gave a comment here and they said, I agree with you. I just went to Woolworths this weekend. They have a so-called halal product. And directly next to it is a pork labeled item. And I took a picture. I will send it to Mufti Sap, inshallah. There's a day you should tell us also and put the halal organization's name and put the date also when this happened. Zero seven one triple eight one one eight four. So you must remember that. Another thing I want from you, the public, because our people here, you must remember that they're finding it difficult. So Sunday night after Maghrib, you understand, it might happen whenever I go in the car, I just switch on the radio. So the car radio, so it was on SAFM and it was between 735, 740 around there. So they had a Shia person speaking on SAFM and his comments were two, three things. I just heard for five, six minutes. He said, yes, the Sunnis are 95% and the Shias are 5%. So that host is non-Muslim and he asked very interesting questions. He said, but how come so many years have passed and you're only 5%? So he said that, no, we never ever ruled. So you must remember that. So the Sunnis, because they were rulers, so therefore people followed them. The way he said it, you will think is a hadith. It's not a hadith. It's just a saying and a proverb in Arabic. And so forth. So they were addressing him as Mawlana, Mawlana for the Shia, 
she had a pakka kufar. So any one of you that this Sunday night that passed between 7 to 8, the program was, or 7 to 9, but definitely it was between 7 to 8 because I heard the 7.30, 7.35, 7.40, around there. So just see who was that Shia guest. That's what I'm interested in. So you must remember, and always they will try and fool the public, just like the Jutlas speak with they to speak with a folk tongue, you know. So remember that. They say the Shia Muslims, Shia Muslims, you see. So you must remember, we must be 100% sure the non-Muslim. I'm asking a simple question. You don't have to be a rocket scientist. If somebody swears and curses, say no, Bakr, say no, Omar, say no, Usman, say the Aisha, and say they're not Muslim. So, and you want to go say they are Muslim, then who's crazy, I'm asking you. So you need to understand this basic and things of rudiment issues, understand rudimentary issues of Islam, the basic issues of Islam. So we can't compromise on these type of things. It's non-negotiable. Muftisab, is this argument correct that a girl can change a boy after marriage? So you must remember the other way also can work. The boy can change the girl. So you must remember that because he can always threaten if you don't do this, don't do that, I will divorce you. So therefore, to make general statements like that is not right. You must remember that things can change. That, for example, you must remember that she starts ta'alim, take Riyadu Salihin, take the Fazail works of Hazrat Sheikh Mahazakariya, Sheikh Uladish, she wakes up for tahajjud and she cries to Allah, and then you will see a change. But this will not happen in all cases, in some cases. So remember that. So why should you go into such a marriage where you know the person is far from deen, and you say, no, I will change him, and so it's not going to happen in all times the chances might be he will change you so that is much easier so you must remember that so therefore in Islam always look at Quran Sharif always look at Sunnah Mubarakah chapter 24 Surah Nur verse 26 Allah Jalla Wala gave us the criteria if you are pure you are chaste you are pious you are good then inshallah you get a good spouse also but if you are immoral and you habis and you don't bother and so forth you say ah this is you must remember not compulsory and it was for the olden days and you know all these fairy tale things so then they'll get involved with habis and immoral people and immoral spouses so that is the system sunnatullah that is what will normally happen you will get exceptions to the rule and then Mustafa Habibuna Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam said that remember when you marry the lady then you marry her li arba in for four reasons Limaliha for her wealth she's very wealthy li jamaliha for her beauty she's very you know attractive and gorgeous as they'll say and your mother <laughs> that one person told me day for yesterday or so he told me you understand that this son of his that he was involved with the lady, you see. And he was married, but involved with another lady. So the father came to know, and the father was very upset. So the father asked him, he said, Papa, if you were to see that girl, even you will fall in love with her, you see. So that is the zamana we live in. The son telling his father, Papa, if you saw her, even you will fall in love, you see. So all shaitaniyat. The maliha with the wealth, wali jamaliha with the beauty, and, and third one, wali hasabiha. 
This guy says, man, nobody knows me, man. Let me marry in that famous family. At least I will become known and I'm a non-entity. I'll become an entity. So, so we want to marry in the highest strata of society. So all this must be secondary issues. What must be the primary issue? Then Habibuna Mustafa Rahmatulil Alameen Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said, Walidiniha. You must marry her because of her correct beliefs. You must marry her because of her piety. You must marry her because of her devotion, dedication to deen. And then the master, alayhi salam, qualified it further and entrenched it and said, Fazfar bidatid deen. Be successful with deen. So that will be that the beauty will change, the wealth can change, and the lineage and the reputation we can go into tatters anytime. So today, so many good families, you see, so many scandals and so forth. Allah protect us all. Ameen. But deen will remain always, inshallah. And then Nabi alayhi salam spoke about mal, the wealth, and jamal, and beauty, and hasab, and nasab, and the lineage, and about the strata families, strata and so forth that take your hand and rub in the sand meaning don't make that the criteria make the criteria the deen and so forth so see Quran is telling us and then the Quranic dua is there surah 25 verse 74 rabbana hablana min azwajina wa dhurriyatina qurata'ayun Marriage is not just buying a computer or a cell phone or your clothing or shoes or sandals or ihram or something you gain for Umrah. That it is a marriage and thereafter you will be husband-wife. You will fulfill the conjugal relationship and thereafter the child will come, children will come. There are many related issues. So therefore, look at the beautiful, complete, comprehensive du'a of Ibadur Rahman, the true, devoted, dedicated slaves and servants of Allah. Chapter 25, Surah Furqan, verse 74. This is the first quarter where it ends of the 19th Jews, 19th Supara. Rabbana hablana min azwajina. Azwaj yutlaku ala zukuri wal inas. Some people translate it as wives. is wrong translation that. Ya Allah grant that such spouses, so male and female, وَذُرِّيَاتِنَا and children and progeny that are the coolness of the eyes. So what it means, coolness of the eyes? Abdullah ibn Umar was asked, what is Qurrata Ayun? He said, husband sees wife, wife sees a husband, parents see children, children see parents, kulluhum fi ta'atillah. Everyone is engaged in pleasing Almighty Allah and the obedience of Allah. What a beautiful mm. dua it is. So today if you see the Ummah, 90% are involved. They're involved in vices and sin. So therefore you have dysfunctional families and the civil war is carrying on. Therefore in Urdu is a nice word. Khana Jangi. Khana Jangi in the house is a war going on, you see. So the civil war is going on. Because we didn't make the selection of the spouse in the correct manner and method. 
We just saw the family, the girls' family, ladies' family. They just look at the finances. Boharuche. This guy very good. And the Wen's family just see the Jamal. They say, ah, I the Boharuche. You understand how white she is and fair she is. You get white donkeys also, you know. <laughs> so you must remember that. How many donkeys you get in the world today? So you must remember that. So don't fall for these artificial things. Go for the real one, and that is Dean. And in that way, you will see how Allah Jalla Wala will bless you and your children and the spouses also, inshallah. We'll end off this first half on a light note. The person says the first question should be, is the person, is he a male or is he transgender? We'll meet you after the break, inshallah. Marcus Sahaba, the voice of Ahle Sunnah wal Jamaa. Marcus Sahaba, the voice of Ahlus Sunnah wal Jamaa. Respected listeners of Marcus Sahaba, the voice of Ahlus Sunnah wal Jamaa, you can send in your questions 084-786-3132. Foreign country plus two seven is the code eight four seven eight six three one three two. Muftisab, what is the meaning of Kirpuri? Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. We must remember when I went to Australia, then they took me to one masjid. They said, this is the Afghan masjid. They took me to another one. They said, this is the Turkish masjid. Took me to another one. This is the Arab masjid. So I asked the South Africans, what masjid are you going to put up? So they understood what I was trying to say. So I said that you must say, this is the masjid for Muslims. You must remember that. So sometimes what happens is this, that people bring their own traditions, their own customs and rewaj and rasam, and they want to make that part of Islam and so forth. So you must understand that here also the same thing has happened. What happened is this, that people, you must remember, who hate Amir Muawiyah radiallahu anh, like the Kufar Shias and so forth, and some Sunnis also, Allah forbid, they don't even know who are the murderers of Sayyidina Hussein. It was the Shias themselves. If you want reference, go and open Irshad, is the book's name, by Sheikh Mufid. Go open Ihtijaj by Allama Tabrasi. These are all Shia kitabs. In there, they admit and confess that they murdered, say, the Shias themselves murdered, you must remember, Sayyidina Hussein, radiallahu anh. And Sayyidina Hussein, radiallahu on the 10th Muharram Ashura, the year 61, and the place made and Karbala, Iraq. I went there with Allah's help. So you must remember he cursed the Shia with the A'ala Shi'atihi. That's what comes in the kitabs of the Shias. In uh, Sheikh Mufid's book, you must remember Il Irshad. And if you open Ihtijaj, they admit to it and they sing poetry. Qatalna Aliyan wa Bani Aliyin bisuyufin hindiyatin wa rimahi. That yes, we martyred and murdered Sayyidina Ali and we martyred Sayyidina Hussein. Allah forbid, Allah forbid. And we use the swords and the spears made in India. So what bigger uh, evidence you want? Here there's a confession and admission of guilt. No mitigating circumstances. So we need to understand this. So when did Amir Muawiyah radiallahu pass away? So he passed away on the 22nd of Rajab. The year was 60. So Sayyidina Hussein radiallahu took place six months or so after that. And that was, you must remember, in 61 and on 10 Muharram. And the Shias were responsible for this. So now what happens when Amir Muawiyah radiallahu demise takes place, so the Shias got together and they say we must make Kirpuri Fatih. 
Fatiha, Kirpuri Nyas, and all that. So this is now a sign of happiness. They're celebrating the death of Amir Muawiyah, that is the background to it. But those people among Sunnis also, uh, okay, story time quickly. The last time I went to India, Pakistan was 1995. Now imagine it's already 2024, 20, 30 years ago, plus minus. So you must remember that when I went there, we went for Umrah. Then from there, we went to India, long story. So when I landed up there, it was our Gam, our village, you know. So there, from Porbandar, one hour Banwar. It was as Rajab, like this week here. And you must remember, they were busy making Kheer Puri. Puri is the Puri. And Kheer is you make milk and all this kind of thing. So Kheer Puri, Niyaz, Kheer Puri, Fatiha and all. So I asked them, you don't read for Salat. You say, no, no, no. We must make Kheer Puri, you know, Jafar Sadiq and all that. So I'm telling them that this is not permissible, but Jail people, what can you explain to them? So anyway, you must remember that. So... Now, this is an academic discussion, and you, Mozaid, and you, young, young ulama students, all that, lifelong, you should remember this. Hazrat Jafar Sadiq, rahimahullah, is what the Shias call their sixth imam. I'm giving you the whole thing. They say these are Shias. We accept them all, but they all are Sunnis, not Shias. The Shia Kufar, they make propaganda. Imam Ali, I'm using their term. Imam Ali, Imam Hassan, Imam Hussein, Imam Zainul Abidin, then Imam Baqir and Imam Jafar. So you see the six there? Imam Ali, Imam Hassan, Imam Hussein, Imam Zainul Abidin, Imam Baqir and Imam Jafar. They say this are all Shias, all lies that is. They all are Sunnis and remember they had nothing to do with the Shias. So here the Jafar Sadiq Rahimamullah is in Medina Munawara. There is one shaitan and a, is a real shaitan and enemy of Islam. His name is Zurara. So Zurara is based there in Kufa, is based there in Iraq and so forth. Now he wants to mislead the people, Dal Mudril, he's astray, lead others astray. He say, call a Jafar Sadiq, call al Imam Jafar Sadiq, call a this, call this. So when the people came to Medina and they said, Zurara is saying these type of things and attributing to you. So when we speak, we don't speak from our thumb. We must speak from evidence and proof. The book you must remember is called Rijalul Kashi by Allama no Bakhti. So you must remember in that book is written, Qala Imam Jafar Sadiq, remember, La'anatullahi ala Zurara. That he, Hazrat Jafar Sadiq, is cursing Zurara because Zurara used to lie so much. So he maybe told them all about this Kirpuri business and so, and he say Imam Jafar Sadiq used to do this or he encouraged this, all lies and fabrication. So from a Shia perspective also is a lie and from Sunni perspective also it has got nothing to do with Islam. It got nothing to do with Jafar Sadiq and for any person to specify a day and a day and say you must do this and so forth so that is the khulasa the summary of Kirpuri Fatiha Kirpuri Nyas not permission in Islam but now people because it's going on for generations Bab Dada M. Kartahuta for 100 years 50 years we're doing the Maulanas never told us that time so when the Maulanas were being paid peanuts you know and they were frightened you'll deport them back to India or wherever 
So therefore, sometimes, or whatever the reasons might be, they try their level best. So all this kind. But we have to speak the truth. You must remember this type of things. People like, don't like, that's not our business. Our business is to promote the truth. Then people can swear, ask, criticize. It doesn't bother us. We have to speak the truth. Remember this. So this week here, Thursday night, Friday night, there were big joll and places. And people, wherever the chow is, they there. You know how it is, you understand? I asked the guy, how was the crowd there in the Nikah? He said, few people. I asked him, how was it there in the chow? He said, full. <laughs> you know, half the guys, some of them not invited also, they there. He said, the boys' party will think I was invited by the girls' party, and the girls' party will think I was invited from the boys' party. So we just gate crash and we there. So it's like that today. How many people just gap in? You understood? So that is unacceptable. It's not permissible that also. So therefore, in Islam, there's no such thing as Kirpuri and that you must remember this so many customs have come in brought about in Rajab and so forth you must remember I have the book written by Sheikh Albani Rahimamullah on Rajab he says 99% of it is all bid'ah and not permissible without the shadow of doubt Rajab is one of the Ashurul Hurum one of the four sacred months and if you do ibadat according to Quran according to Sunnah then you'll be reward manifold multiplied but if you bring in innovation and bid'ah, then that the vices also will be more. If a person sways outside the masjid, that person sways the same words inside the masjid. I'm asking you, is the sun the same? No, it's worse in the masjid. So in this Ashurul Hurum, we commit vices and lie. So you must remember that. So then becomes a major sin. And the hadith is mentioned in Sahih Muslim. Man ahdatha fi amrina hadha ma laysa minhu fawaraddun who brings in new new things in our deen of Islam. Fawaraddun e fawamardudun is rejected. Rawahu Muslim fi sahihi. Inshallah, Mawzaid, you must take a, cut this out, this portion. And then we have sent it out to everybody also. Because sometimes people don't want to hear the whole program. They just want to hear this portion here. So people can at least, our deen is Allah Basiratin. We must present our deen with dalail and evidence and not some Urdu kitab or some fairy tale Arabic kitab and so said Jafar Sadiq said so and so. But where's the dalil? Where's the sanad? Where's all those things there? So it's a Shia custom that Shia the Pakka Kufar. Mufti up a question here. Yeah, things turned sour in our marriage. My ex-husband cheated on me. Now when people ask me, is it riba? To say the truth, must I say it? I always think of Yusuf alayhi salam, he wouldn't leave the prison until the truth was out. Can I also say the truth? No, you're not Yusuf alayhi salam. You must say he cheated. As long as you are speaking the truth, it's fine. You must say that he cheated and therefore you demanded a talaq and so forth. That's not riba. You are protecting people. If I tell you this person here is a humanizer and so forth, so I, I'm exposing him because he's a menace to society. He is Dennis the menace and so forth. Oh, he's a swindler. He goes for collection here and there and make money and, and pockets the 
money and so forth. So you must remember that is not riba. That is, you take in the ruwat of hadith that they say, huwa kazabun, huwa dajjalun, laysa That is not ghibat. Ghibat, this you are doing to protect the deen. You are protecting people and so forth. Therefore, Imam Abu Hanifa, rahimahullah, and if you want a reference, this book here, yeah, you get two. One the Hanafi, one the Shafi. One is written, Al-Ashbaw al Nazair by Ibn Nujayim Hanafi. One is Ashbaw al Nazair written by Suyuti, Allama Suyuti. That's the Shafi one. The title is the same. And one is Hanafi, one is Shafi. So then the Hanafi one you will find. That Imam Abu Hanifa's verdict is mentioned if people do unda danda regarding, you understand, dunya. That they do this, they do this, warn them and so forth. But if it's for deen's sake they are doing all these kind of things, then you must expose them because then they will be protected, they don't go and harm other people and they don't go and destroy other people. That one question came, the person said, is on a light note, but it's not on such a light note, it's serious. Dad, you must ask the guy his gender and all that. Maybe today he's transgender. She was Eve, suddenly became Steve. Or he was Steve and he became Eve and all that. So that is easy, you must remember, because why? The people of the town all will know. But a difficult one is this, and which we're experiencing nowadays, we get calls from questions from all parts of the world, alhamdulillah. So the God, the parents, they gave their daughter so much hopes, aspirations, everything. And after two months, three months, the daughter comes back and she's crying and so forth and so on. Because in the starting, her shame and modesty, you know, will not let her just speak and so forth. Because ghafilat, they're not aware of what's happening and all. So anyway, if she got sharam and haya and modesty we speak about. So you must remember, then she realizes what's happening, she comes. And I know of instances that this happen and incidents. So they say that this husband is gay. You see that? Now imagine you gave your daughter virgin everything and this guy here is gay business. You understood? So how will you know these type of things? Therefore, your background checks and all that are very, very important. You must remember that how was this guy's lifestyle? And therefore, Allah Ta'ala said, and you tell them, فَقَدْ لَبِثْتُ فِيكُمْ أُمُورًا مِّنْ قَبْلِ My life history is in front of you. You saw me. Not one day can you say I did and committed an action that you will say is a sin. No. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa is ma'asum. All prophets and messengers are protected by Allah Ta'ala and more so in the case of the Master alayhi So therefore, it's not that we just make decisions on the impulse and so forth. You must do some background checks and so forth. And uh, that was this guy just holding the hands of boys. Was he busy with young, young boys and all that and so like that. So a lot of things you will find signs and all that. So you must remember that so today inna last one inna akhwafa ma akhafu ala ummati that one of the things I fear the most for my ummah is amila amala qawmi lutin is remember that this ummah they will engage in sodomy homosexuality and the gay brigade and so forth so that is what we need to fear the most we must remember that authentic hadith in Mishkat Sharif so Mustafa sallallahu alayhi taught us you must remember that is where we are today. Barakallahu feek. Jazakallahu khair. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. 
Marcus Sahaba, the voice of Ahl Sunnah wal Jama'ah.